Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another. Another one. Another one. Why? Episode of Smoke Sessions. We have the infamous master of misinformation, Mr. Yesalada. That's a good one. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you like that one. Yeah, ha ha ha. Ah, oh, the misinformation maestro, Mr. Yesalada. Hi. And I still haven't come up from a name for myself, so we'll just stick to V. How are you doing? Are you well? I am I am very well. Haven't seen you in a while. It's been a minute. <laughs> it's been a full on week. So what have we got to catch up on? Viraj. We need to talk about something very important. Is it very dear to your heart? Yeah. When are we taking you to I don't give a shit. When are we taking you to Turkey, Viraj? Oh, why are we taking me to Turkey? To get you a new hairline. Would you do that? Would I get a new hairline? Yeah. Would you go to Turkey? No, no, no. I genuinely think I'm too far gone. Really? I am so far gone. Let's be perfectly honest. I don't think you are. Dude, I have devil's horns. There is no hair. There is no stubble. It's just oil. Don't they get it from other places, though? Aye, what other places, eh? I don't know, your bum hole? I don't know. It's like when people take fat from their thighs and put it in their butt. Yes. Right? Is that a thing? Yeah, they do that. Fat from where though? Their thighs. And put it where? In their bum. No, not from their thighs. I think they get it because they want the fat in their thighs. So what do they take? Their calves? I don't know where they get it from. Their arms? I don't know. No. I don't know. I've contemplated it. I think before I do anything with my hair, I would 100% do my eyes. Your eyes? I have glasses. I wear glasses. People just seem to forget. I thought you meant you'd get a different eye colour. What the hell? If I could, I would. Really? 100%. Why? Zero risk involved? Absolutely. What colour would you go for? Blue. Don't, because it'll be too distracting. Blue or hazel or, no, no, like, like, a, like a turquoise green. Or I'd have one colour, one eye, one colour, the other eye, another colour. It'll be too distracting. 100%. It'll ruin your conversations with people. It'd be an entry to a conversation. Because they won't be able to concentrate. They'll be like, what are we talking about? Because his eyes just don't make any sense. Yep. And you don't completely lose track of you the get, conversation. You get, you get um, South Asian people like that. Really? They're, like, they're it's rare, rare though. Oh, it's rare. If, if you they're have, one of them. Jay Shetty's one of them. He's got these like blue eyes and he's got brown skin and you're like, Whoa. If you have multicolored eyes, just sign your modeling contract. Facts. Doesn't matter what the rest of you looks Facts. like. Facts. Doesn't matter. Nope. You're about to make lots of money. hundred percent. Off a birth defect, technically speaking. Is it a birth defect? Well, it's like a, I don't know. I'm assuming because it's rare. What's your birth defect? Um, I have a, a massive kneecap. What? <laughs> <laughs> of all the things to come up with, you come up with a massive yeah. kneecap. I've got um, kneecap hugenitis. Okay, is this yeah. to add to your Oscar slattis and whatever else? Yes, yes, yes. And misinformation. I actually artists. have massive thighs. Is that your... Yeah, I've got big fighters. Big hips fighters. don't lie. Yeah, mate. Hips if I was a girl, if I was a woman and I walked down the street, everyone would check out my bum. Maybe they do. Maybe they do. Do you think that women look at the pelvic area and when guys are wearing grey good joggers? They, I think they do because they talk about it a lot. But Why? What is it about grey? I don't know because I think it is quite revealing. Well, then white would be even more revealing. Yeah, but grey is more common. You don't see people as often walking around with white joggers. I think it's a social construct, man. Yeah. Forget all this lot. You know, I was um, thinking the other day. Yeah. Wait, what was I thinking the other day? 
You were thinking something. Oh my god, it's completely left my brain. You, this is, are you sure you're not suffering from something? I oh think you're sleep god. deprived. Too much cobra kai no, for you. No, tell me exactly what we we're just talking about. Thighs, Backtrack. thighs, kneecaps, hips kneecaps. don't lie. Women Hip. looking at people uh, at men's dicks. Yeah, keep going. Keep saying stuff. Uh, hairlines. Yeah, keep going. That's it. Oh my god, what was it? Was this off camera or on camera? I was thinking the other day. Well, thank you for coming. Oh, 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 I've got it. I've got it. Yeah. I've got it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. So I realized the other day that when I shave my legs, I have my mother's knees. You shave your legs? I've shaved my legs and I realized that I have my mother's kneecaps. Where was the segue? What, what are you trying to get out of here? I don't know. So basically... You're trying to cuss your mum? One time I shaved my legs because I thought they'd look good in my boxing shorts because of like athletes and how great their legs look, right? Yeah. And then I realized as soon as I shaved them, which took ages, by the way, I realized the reason their legs look good is because they're extremely muscular. <laughs> Yours are. Whereas mine are definitely not. And I realized I have my mother's knees. Do so you shave your chest? No. You I don't. don't. Really, I don't really get much of anyway. Have you ever waxed your chest? No. I have waxed. I wax my chest. Do you have a hairy chest? Ah, uh, yes. Do I you? Do, have a hairy do you have a hairy back? I don't, surprisingly. Yeah, I think that comes later in life. You know when people get old and they start getting hair on their earlobes? That's hilarious. I have hair on my earlobes. Do you? I have hair growing out my earlobes. I have to maintain it. No, because I'm going to take the headphones off. Is that why you wear the headphones? Because yeah, you're self-conscious. Absolutely. Hashtag ear shame virage. Yes. Is that a thing, ear shaming? Yeah. Right, let's get to the news, right? So, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West, right? Kim threw a birthday party for their daughter, Chicago. Yeah. And then Kanye went out on his Instagram Live, I believe, or his TikTok Live, and he was very upset because he wasn't invited to the party. What are your thoughts on that? Is that wrong? Okay, take it at face value. You're looking at gossip. However, if you actually break down the situation at hand, you are basically saying that a father can't see his daughter, but there is no restraining order. Yeah. Are they divorced officially? In the process. In the process of getting divorced. Yeah. If I was in that position... I would, I think I'd be amicable and let my partner come and see our daughter. Yeah. It's our daughter at that at that point, right? Yeah, right, yeah. I feel for for Kanye because it's like, he's it's seeing his own kin. But at the same time, you can understand someone's position with all the crazy stuff he seems to do and how that might be taken out of context as him being, you know, uh, having some sort of mental illness or uh, mental health problems, and uh, it's a tough situation to be in. To, do, to for you, for a friend to text you the location of where the party is, mm. oh man, that sucks. It's like being in a, in one of those positions where you're not invited to the party to a party. Come if you want. Come if you. But you're the girl's dad. A little sidetrack. If you say to someone, "Come if you want," just slap them in the face. They're not your friend. They don't want you there. Come if you want, translates to please stay home. You know what I hate, right? And it's on topic. When you're the last person invited to a party, like day before. Oh, yeah, you should all come. Your, all, your pers- all your people's, uh, all your mates have been invited. Yeah, yeah. And you're like the last person to receive the message. And you're like, yeah, I know I wasn't one of you. You're just doing this because someone's mentioned it to you. You're the afterthought in that situation. Yeah. That has happened to me. Oh, has it? Yes. Has it happened recently? Really? Yes. Were you upset? I was a little bit like, okay. I see how it is. To be honest, whenever you do anything that 
I'm not invited to. I always send you an abusive message or call you the next day. Facts. Yeah. I just go, I, I go to a cousin's house. I go to some friends' houses that are outside of our immediate circle. You're not allowed family. And apparently I'm not. You see? No, you're not. Right? I'm your family. That's it. This, this is it. Me, you and our child. Our son. So, so if you and him had a party, you'd invite me. Yes, absolutely. You know, people... this is the exact same situation that Kanye is in, except I wasn't invited. So, in the Kim and Kanye situation about him not getting invited to the daughter's birthday party, uh, people in the comments were saying, "Well, they're going for a divorce. It's perfectly normal for people to have two parties. He should get over it." It's like I can understand. I can imagine it is normal, and I know it's normal. Doesn't mean it's right. No. I'm it sure. Doesn't mean it's right at all. I'm sure the uh, the child would rather have both its parents at both of the parties. Have two parties and what, they both turn up. What are you saying to your kid in a scenario like that? That's what I want to know. I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that. Is how do you explain why daddy's not coming to the party? Yeah, it's hard. And also, like as far as we know, it's an a mostly amicable divorce where like abuse and stuff wasn't involved. Well, that's just from what we know. Yeah. yeah. Now, if if you're if your baby father is an abusive man, obviously you're not going to have him anywhere near you or your child, but I, we don't believe that's the case with Kanye. We don't know. No. He doesn't strike me as that kind of guy anyway. He seems like a pretty devoted father. Do you, do you know Kanye? I know him quite well, actually. Yeah? You've yeah. been on a couple tours with him? He's performing at the next One Minute Smoke, January 27th. Oh, no. Yeah, you've got him. I said he can only do one song, though, because we're tight on time. Okay. Yeah. What's he doing? It's a little bigger audience than he's used to as well. So he's a little bit nervous. <laughs> from selling, from sleeping and selling out Super Bowls or Super Bowl stadiums. But yeah, so he bought a house. Kanye bought a house. 4.5 million pound house. Opposite to, yep. the house that he's got with his family. And even people are saying that's control living abusive. Why? Because he wants to be in his kids' lives. I find it, I do find that weird. Why? He wants to be close to his kids. I don't see why that's weird. Isn't he 30 minutes down the road? Sure, if you've got the money to buy a 4.5 million pound house across from your where your kids stay, I get it. I do get it. And Isn't... it's not your primary residence. However, if it is done in spite, just to be like, I'm still here, right. I find that a bit right. Odd. But I don't think it is. But it's being portrayed as that. Yeah, that's how people see it. But if the goal is to make the transition from nuclear family to two households as easy for the kids as possible, isn't that the most ideal scenario? I, I love. Can't, I, can't I do love the that. memes of um, people making of Kanye with binoculars saying Kanye waiting for Pete Davidson to pull up at the house. <laughs> That's hilarious. By the way, Pete Davidson. <laughs> do you know what, right? I don't know what girls see in him in terms of appearance. He seems like a fairly good looking guy. But his track record for pulling attractive women is truly astonishing. There's, some, there's something about him that girls like. And ladies, what is it about Pete Davison? Please tell us. What is it about him that seems to attract some of the most um, eligible bachelorettes on the planet? I, I don't know. I, I have, have heard from interviews that it's he is really open about his feelings. Right. He's a comedian. Which I get yeah. after spending time with you, how you are comedic about your your feelings. And he's very emotional and they are attracted to that. Mm, maybe. And there is, he is a good looking guy. I don't doubt that. In a weird way. 
Well, no, I think everyone's everyone can become good looking. I guess he's looked at as good looking even more because he's a celebrity. Uh, I don't, I, I don't get the fascination though. Here's one I don't get at all, ladies. What is the attraction to Machine Gun Kelly? Well, I found Machine Gun Kelly the bit of me, mate. Really? Machine Gun Kelly's all right. What? Machine Gun Kelly. I don't get oh, it. I don't get it. He looks right. like he looks like he needs a shower. Nah, he's it. Machine Gun Kelly, right? You know what the attractiveness to Machine Gun Kelly is? What? He is the last remaining rock star. Is he a rock star? Yep. Isn't his music like subpar? I don't think so. I think Machine Gun Kelly's music is actually really good. Didn't he get butchered by Eminem? Quite possibly. He did. But that is just, that is public opinion. How are you trying to send for Eminem? What a terrible, when you're Machine Gun Kelly. That is not a good idea. Let's be perfectly honest. You are not in the band, mate. Eminem is in a different echelon. You are not in the, Machine Gun Kelly will go down as the guy who's dating Megan Fox, right? In Sorry. He's a celebrity. No, 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 not dating. Get the facts straight. Oh, they're engaged. engaged. Right. Whatever they are, right? Whatever they're doing to each other, right? Eminem is an animal. He's a beast. Was. An animal. Still is. <laughs> I'm sure he could still hold his own. He yeah. is going down as the... Eminem, for me, is the greatest rapper of all time. Top three. I don't see an argument for who, in terms of, if you look at different types of skills that rappers need, right? Eminem is one of the best freestylers ever to walk the face of this earth. In terms of flow, in terms of lyrical ability, in terms of his creativeness, in terms of the emotiveness of his music, he scores highly in all of those categories. And I agree his, with you. I do agree with you. And he's one of the few rappers who transcended different generations. Yes, and there's not many of those nope. who have become who have who have been relevant over three different decades. Jay Z's one. Jay Z's one. Yeah. Uh, Eminem is one. Kanye, you could say. Kanye wasn't in the nineties. Kanye was in the nineties. No, was he wasn't. Not? Kanye wasn't making music in the nineties. He may have been, but he wasn't on the large grand scale. I'm talking about possibly on top. Yeah, Jay Z and Eminem. Yeah. Are there any female artists? You know, Willow Smith has had. Um, hits in two different decades yes and she's that young or maybe even three different decades actually because i whip my hair back and forth that came in 2009 something like that and then she probably had something in the 10s i don't think she did she I probably th- did i think i think the next big one was caught a vibe yeah tiktok music is actually wild very catchy very catchy how do we go from willow smith to eminem so quickly Jesus. We can segue into anything and everything. Yes. You know, watch me do this. Who else whips their hair back and forth at parties? I don't know. Boris Johnson. Oh, he does. Yes. He does. Come on. I, I, I'm confused. What the hell is going on in Downing Street? You know me. I don't watch the news. I get my, my local news source from Musin Yesalada's Misinformation Channel, which is a, a, a thing that will soon be coming to our metaverse. What one? Well, he had a party and everyone's getting angry. Boris Johnson had loads of parties during lockdowns. Naughty boy. What's he doing? Did he? Or is it allegedly? No, 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 no. It's it's basically written. They have photos. They have... I, air, I heard there's an inquiry. They have drones. Downing Street. Yeah, they have drones that have taken <laughs> images of it. Of them all chilling in the garden. And he says, oh, it was a work event. There's booze on the table. There's people just chilling on the grass. Yes, but if, if, a, um, if a private company was able to do, was, was to do that, 
in the middle of a pandemic and said it was a work event and got away with it. Why can't Downing Street? Because they're not the people who are trying to lead by example. I'm just playing devil's advocate. In terms of the moral standpoint they took, telling us all to make all these sacrifices. And they were back. Apparently, the new news is, so a tradition at Downing Street was on Friday to have a wine evening, right? Okay. Yeah. They didn't stop. What do you mean? During the lockdowns. They they kept having the wine evenings. Yep. They kept having their wine evenings. They had a Christmas party. They had a leaving do. They had what looked like that they were saying was a meeting, but it's just a bunch of guys in casual clothing. Boris's missus was there. I don't know, how often do you bring Which your... Which missus? His, well, there you go. <laughs> now, people say, oh, but you know, it might have been a meeting. I don't bring my missus to work meetings. Never have done. Okay, here's my thoughts. Part of me is past the point of caring. Yeah, Because it's getting to the point of just being, you know, like, I'm not sure if the word is colour reporting, but it's just like gossip. Another part of me is I have com- lost complete faith in the British government and the actions they are taking for British citizens. Why should I have to listen to their rules and regulations? Exactly. And that's a massive problem. But what are we going to do about it? We're going to march on Downing Street? Are there going to be protests? What's what's going to happen? We're going to have a we're going to have a public inquiry which is what we do in the UK. Yeah. And the outcome of that will be what? I i don't even know if a oh. prime minister has ever been forced out of office because of a public inquiry. So here's what's happening, right? So a woman called Sue Gray uh-huh. is leading the internal investigation yeah. of these parties. And she's going to submit a report that we can all read, right? However... Is she external to Downing Street. No, she's not. She's the head sec- she's like the head of internal affairs or security something like that. Okay. So Sue Gray is going to do an investigation into these parties and then we will get to read the report and then actions can be taken on the report. But guess who gets to decide the consequences? The government, the people she's investigating. Boris gets to pick his punishment. Is that really how it works? Yeah, that's how it works. So she does the inquiry but she doesn't get to pick the consequences. So the party can put pressure on him to be ousted. Yes, the public can also. The public the public can put pressure on their MPs, but ultimately it is... Down to Boris. It's down to the government. For Boris to do the right thing and step down eventually. But why is, why is the right thing for him to step down? So we can put our faith in another leader? Yeah, because he's completely betrayed the, the trust of the public. So but hasn't, no hasn't Keir Starman... The opposition, leader of the opposition, hasn't he been caught doing the same thing? No. There's been no... Not yet, anyway. I mean, who knows if he has. I thought I heard that on the radio this morning. Ah, so basically, there was a video of him. He was at a charity event and someone gave him a beer. Oh. Which is like... It was a photo opportunity. Do you care? Do you you actually care? About Boris? Yes, I do. Why? Yes, I do. Because I remember how I was feeling in those lockdowns and how a lot of people around the world would feeling during those lockdowns and people losing their loved ones. And we thought they were for once were on our side or maybe were going to be on our side. Mm-hmm. It was an opportunity to unite the country for a better good. And they were laughing behind our backs. And that's why you have a problem with it. That's why I have a problem with it. People were okay. dying, Viraj. People couldn't see their, lo- their loved ones who yeah, were dying I in know. hospital. Meanwhile, they were having Friday wine nights. Do you know how disgusting that is? That is horrible. That bit, I'm a little bit peeved off about. It's very sad. But what life's going to... Life is life, and this is still going to go on. How long will this uh, investigation last? I'm not sure. But what people don't appreciate is 
the if you consistently barrage public trust in politics, then democracy falls apart. Because mm -hmm. if we trust in politicians is already low, right? And especially in this country, this doesn't help. So what do we need to do going forward? We need a leader who we can trust. Okay, so who's next to step up? There is Priti Patel. Oh, there God is no. Rishi Sunak. God no. In the in the Tory party. Pick your poison. On Labour's side. You've got Mr. Keir Starmer. Mr. Keir Starmer. Who else? Well, he's the leader of the Labour Party. Well, so who else is in him. the Labour Party? If he if they if they oust him for this beer. I don't know. There? I don't know who they would have other than him because they kind of run out of options. But Keir Starmer is the leader of the and he has quite <laughs> at the moment, uh, the Labour Party seem internally quite happy with him. Um He's a lot more of a central left than what Jeremy Corbyn was. And by the way, right, going back to Jeremy Corbyn, <laughs> yeah, for ages, people were saying Jeremy Corbyn is unelectable. Well, what about now? What was so great about Uncle Boris? That Absolutely happy guy who would stand in front of the camera and give you guys a little giggle. He seemed like he didn't have a care in the world. He played you. He was playing the game all along, right? Fear Boris fool. went to one of the best schools in the UK, right? He is a well-educated individual. This man did not get into the highest office of UK government without doing some thinking and planning. Boris the buffoon was an image that allowed you in, that, that brought you into his psyche, that brought mm -hmm. you into his character. Boris as mayor of London, 10 out of 10. That's what London needed there and then. We needed this reinvigoration. He was the man to give us that. I, I, I wholeheartedly, I, I really agree with that. And also, it's a bit of a banter job. Yes. That everyone was happy to give him. Yes, because you want that thing for London. It's cultural. Charismatic leader. That's yes. why people like Sadiq Khan. He's likeable. Yes. Oh. People like I think, uh, oh, with Sadiq Khan, people on the fence. But conversation well, for another yeah, time. That's because he's brown. That's why. And people <laughs> have a problem with problem. that. <laughs> yeah, it's part of the people problem. People have a problem with that. And then they can't drive the Mercedes yeah. into London. <laughs> but putting putting Boris Johnson in as prime minister, right? I think everyone should have thought. Okay, so who, it's out it now. Who did you vote for? I voted Labour. I voted Port Tory. Of course you did. <laughs> have you always voted Labour? Since I started voting, yeah. I've always voted Tory. Why? Just policies made more sense to me. Did you actually read them or is it just kind of tradition? No, I did I did read them. Ugh. I read I didn't read them letter by letter. I read the breakdown of What you know now about Boris. No, it's 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 pick your poison on both sides. Would you have changed? Would I have changed? What from if what I you know, know now about Boris, would I have changed? Um, Let me ask you another question, right? If you had to just look at Corbyn yeah. and look at Boris Johnson, who at all times has just genuinely seemed like the more decent human being? Corbyn, hands down. People say that's not enough reason to vote for someone. I think it's a good bloody start. Yeah. I think that should be the bare minimum. We're, but even if we go to another general election, um, we're still picking up our poison because... A lot of people don't like Labour's policies, but they want the Labour individual in the cabinet office, mm. right? But maybe the Tories' policies are better, but they don't want Boris. But they might be. I'm not. I'm not saying they are. I'm not saying either of them are, are worse or not. But we're just we're in a position where we're just like it's a catch twenty two. What do you want? Or you go completely left field and you pick the Green Party, 
or you pick the Lib Dems or we go into a coalition government. But then we're stuck for like three years of not doing anything. Mm. So what's going to happen? We need a complete overhaul. I also think the British public is slightly traumatised and numb to lies now. Yes. Because there's so much of it. During the last election, Corbyn outed Johnson with paperwork that implies that he was making a deal with US companies to sell off parts of the NHS. And it went, it was in the news for a few days and then people are so numb and traumatised by all these lies and these shock headlines that it went straight over their heads. Was that true? Well, it's damning. It's damning, but was it true? I'm I think... Not, I, I'm not I entirely sure what the veracity of so. it was, but it definitely didn't impact the election as much as it should have done. Yeah, I, agree. I, I would agree with that. However, where is what is the root cause analysis of all of this? It is because we wanted to exit Europe. That is where the lying started. Mm-hmm. That is where the void of power, where, where this void of power started. That is the, in my eyes, that's the genesis point. Also, because yeah. the Brexit campaign was fueled by Cambridge Analytica. Mm-hmm. And that is, and if you've watched the Facebook, uh, the, the, the video on Netflix, whatever it's called, you will see the chaos of data that they used against the British public to win that election. To micro-target people. Oh, wow. It's, it's phenomenal. Like, it's out of this world what they did in, term, in terms of manipulating data mm-hmm. and using data. But there I have, I have some serious concerns with that. Mm-hmm. People question the morality of it. Where if there's... And people say, well, isn't this just modern... Uh, Modern day politics. Modern day politics. And I was like, well, okay. Well, what do you want to do about that? Mm. Because if we can manipulate people using their personality traits to a high degree of accuracy, like quantifiable. Oh, Politicians yeah. try to do it all the time by using rules of thumbs and by reading the emotions of the public when they're looking them eye to eye. But if we can quantify people's personality now. and their emotionality and then use research, behavioral science research, to micro-target them at every single level of social media, and we can literally direct them from the start of the election all the way to the booth where they vote, that's a problem. Because then it's not... Because then the politician can hold your hand and guide your thought processes all the way until you sign that little piece of paper with your little X and your pencil. And then it becomes who is, uh, who's got the bigger, uh, who's got the bigger uh, chest of money. The capacity to do it. That's all it is. How much do you want to spend? And then we get into like Mm -hmm. the American system with the amount of, you know, I don't know if that's billion millions or it's hundreds of millions, but it's like, it's probably close to billions. And, most of those elections are won on the powers that you don't see, like mm-hmm. Big Tobacco or whatever the rest of them are. People say, all right, but how much of an impact are these misinformation campaigns used by politicians having? Well, let me give you an example, right? So when Donald Trump won the US election in 2016, mm-hmm. it was such a slim margin, right? A tiny difference between the groups of people who voted for Republicans and Democrats. So... A few misinformation campaigns could have had a cascading effect to huge consequences for our way of life and our democracy in the United States. If some of those misinformation campaigns were caught earlier, then the entire election could have been turned on its head and Trump may have never got into power. I know our our, our UK system is not the same as the American system. I would really love to see an independent party we do have independent parties. An, in, an independent party find their way into government. Not the Tories or the Conservatives or the Lib Dems. Someone left field. 
Oh, it's never going to happen. I know. It, Not I anytime know. soon. Anyway. I don't think it will anytime soon. But after seeing what Trump was able to do, i.e. go from a businessman and get into office, mm -hmm. it sparked a massive debate back in whenever it was about could any tech company or any massive corporation leader do the same thing mm. of, or, you know, private of a private company. And my thought was, is that possible in the UK? Could you run the United Kingdom like a business and would that be good for the UK? Because at this moment in time, I don't even know what's good and bad for us because I've just lost complete interest in politics. I, <laughs> on my, I think on my um, Lever's book in year 11, I was most likely to be prime minister. Oh, really? Yeah. How's that going? Not going so well so far. I haven't really, I haven't really forteed into that space. Would I like to be? And would that be something I'd be interested in later on, later on in life? I'll yeah. vote for you. Thank you very much. Appreciate vote it. Vote for Viraj or Prime Minister. We all have to shave well, our heads and grow no, our beards, though. We don't have to do that. Yes, we do. I Bro, find that politicians are just, like, politicians in the UK, they're just so out of touch. It's, it's backward to an extent. Mm. There is no edginess. There is no... So I'm not saying you have to be Gen Z, for God's sake, but at least have some concept of what's going on in our current time. Yeah. Otherwise, why are we putting these people in government that actually have no idea what's going on? You are born and bred to be a politician. That doesn't mean you are going to be good at running a country. Yeah. This whole, why do we let people run whole sections of government who don't even have a background? Yes, I find that wild. That. Like Matt Hancock what was as his? the health secretary. He did like history or something at university. What? The decisions that you're making, you should have some understanding at very yeah. core level of why you're making those decisions. Are they good? Not just be able to cons be taking consume advice and make a decision quickly. You should have people that are educated in these spaces to help you make those decisions, to aid you to make those decisions. They, are, It's like you've got mini CEOs that actually don't have a degree in anything. Yeah. Who knew? How is Mancock? How do you know that Mancock, Man, blah, blah, blah. How do you know that Man Matt Hancock was good at making decisions? You don't. I, you don't, and I he clearly don't wasn't. Obviously. Yeah. How do you know that Boris was good at making decisions? You don't. I mean, off his track record as mayor of London, you could have been like, yeah, it would have been interesting, but we got played. So, I would, I, I would want to see individuals in the international relations, in education ministers in um, infrastructure, whatever it is, right? I would want to see people from those backgrounds actually get positions. Like, I think Rishi Sunak has a degree in something mathematical or finance-based, which gives him the ability to run as Chancellor of the Exchequer or run the Chancellor of the Exchequer role. It also gives him an idea of how people in that space think. Yes. I'm going to check. Like, the thing. CEO of Microsoft doesn't have a drama degree. That's not. And the CEO of Warner Brothers probably doesn't have a physics degree. The CEO of Warner Brothers, I, does he even have a degree? I don't know. I don't know who the CEO of Warner Brothers is. But you get my point. It's not necessarily about just, oh, you have the knowledge of a... You don't need to have the knowledge of the leading doctor, uh, the leading researchers on vaccines, but you just have a, some sort of comprehension of how people in that space think and the scientific process. Okay, what did he do? What is his education? Who? Sunak, I don't want to get this wrong and just completely... Uh, he definitely does. Studied at Oxford. 
Yeah. He studied philosophy, politics, and economics. I will, on that, because I know how difficult a uh, uh, PPE is, I will give him the kudos that he deserves. He then studied an MBA at Stanford in America. Isn't his wife like one of the richest women on the planet? No, his father-in-law is. Nice. What's she doing? What's her father-in-law doing? He runs... Ugh, he, run, he runs Rishi Sunak father, uh, uh, father-in-law. There we go. He is head of... He's a billionaire in India. Nice. And he runs... Oh, I cannot... It, it's not Investec. Just wait until some sort of scandal comes out about him and some sort of money laundering or something. Who knows? Oh, that's why. That's what people say. Tell you what. That he's loosening the law so that his father-in-law can uh, make more money in the UK. Oh, so Rishi Sunak's having a good old time as well with the well, system. Well, we don't know. We don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put that out there and and have that run its course. No, no one knows if that's happening. You th- at this moment in time, he's he's acting in good faith until we can be proven guilty. Because he's the only. He's the next. He's the next one. If the void get. If there's a void again. That is who the Conservatives will probably vote in. That's who the public will probably want to vote in. It's a bit random. Go on. But I've been thinking about it this today. I'd like to be an LBC presenter one day, you know? Nick Ferrari at breakfast. James O'Brien. I like that guy. I prefer Nick Ferrari. James O'Brien is an absolute gangster. No, Nick Ferrari is. Yeah. He's good as well. I like I like it when people call him, James, mate. James, mate. Like, what it is, right? It's the immigrants. And James, is it? Why? We want our sovereignty back. What does that mean? It means it means that we want to be Great Britain. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. It, well, you know what? You, 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 you're, you're, not, you're not even trying to hear me out. No, no, go on. If you've got a point, you need to articulate properly. No, thank you for your time. <laughs> I love it. It's probably one of the few radio channels in the UK that does that. It's very satisfying. It is. It is. I used to listen to it to school, on the way to school, LBC. Uh, I think I'd be a good LBC presenter. I'm saying it. LBC, if you're hiring. LBC 97.3. LBC, please come on, baby. Missing, please consider missing Yasalada's application. Shall I Shall I um, give my case as to why I think I should be an LBC presenter? Please. Hi, LBC. Musin Yasalada here from the Smoke Sessions podcast. I'm a stand-up comedian, but I'm also doing a PhD in psychology specialising in misinformation. So, I have some experience in presenting and articulating myself on the stage and on podcasts and hearing out differing opinions. And I also come from an academic background, which gives me some sort of ability to critically reason and have strong and constructive arguments with people. So why not give your boy a job? Come on, man. Some young, fresh faces. I'm taking Cypria. We'll have a good time. We'll have some hummus. It'll be nice. Some carrots. Some carrots. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, look at all your presenters. Like, all lovely, by the way. But they're a bit older. It'll be nice to get some young people in there. I know how to use TikTok. I can show you guys. I'm sure you know how to use it. But you know what I mean? Some fresh... A little bit of, I don't know what this is, but that's what we want. A little bit of fun. I'll tell you what, I'll start off. I'll come in a couple of days a week. I'll make the coffees. I was a barista once. It wasn't a very good one, but go for it, LBC. Coffees, lattes, cappuccinos, cortanos. Cortados. Shut your mouth. I'm trying to get a job here. (laughs) Clip I, that up and I'll send it to him. I will. I will clip that up. I, I, no, I forget sending it to them. We're going to make it viral, mate. Yeah. I like this podcasting platform. I like this show platform. 
I'd love a job at LBC. It's got in my head now. <laughs> but can it be like, can I do like the afternoon so I don't have to wake up early? I don't want to do four in the morning, man. That's the graveyard to listen to. No, like... that's the best shift. Why? Nick Ferrari, Nick Ferrari at breakfast is hands down the best shift. What time does he have to start work? I have absolutely no idea. All I know is I used to wake up and he'd be on. And I'd wake up at like 5.30. You know who has, no, you know who has the best shift? Who? James O'Brien, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Perfect. You're up at seven. That's not a bad one. That's You're up at seven. One. You're finished with work by two. You have the rest of the day to do what but you need why, to do. why do you want to do LBC? Why can't it be smoke sessions? I'll do both. Okay. If I do 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., I can do both. James O'Brien does podcasts. I find that really weird. Why? When radio presenters go and do podcasts. Just can't get enough, can they? Yeah. It's like you want to just, you must love the sound of your own voice. But yeah. You do, don't you? You love the sound of your own voice. I don't actually. I you find don't. it a little bit cringe sometimes. So do you ever listen to this back? And I never listen to this podcast. <laughs> Why would I? Why would I listen to this podcast? I was there for every single one. I listen to this podcast too much. For I'm my own good. I'll tell you one thing, but I've never listened to this podcast, but I've never missed an episode. <laughs> I watch, I do watch our reels and our TikToks and our shorts when you can put them out. I don't like shorts. Please. I don't like them, Viraj. I don't like them. They're terrible. Just they don't things. even make sense. Yes, they do. They don't. Listen. And I don't like how it looks on our um, on our feed. Don't worry about that. It just crowds out everything. Don't worry about that, sweetheart. Don't worry about that. I'm not a fan. You, we can get more hits. Probably not, though. They get like two hits. No. Listen. You can't. Where do you put the hashtags? No one knows. I will do the hashtags. Where do you put them, Viraj? You put them in the metadata, which is in YouTube Studio. I have access to that. Why have they made it so complicated? I don't know. Everyone else can do it properly. TikTok does it properly. Because it's not YouTube's primary interest. T Twitter does it properly, kind of. A little bit. Have you gone on... Um... Twitter Spaces? Yeah. I have. It's just racism. It's just... a little bit of everything. It's like Clubhouse early days, but there are some interesting conversations. Twitter Spaces is just people talking about aliens and NFTs. Yeah, a lot, a lot of it is. And every now and then someone shouts, COVID's not real! Why don't you do a Twitter space on, on misinformation? Missing yes, a lot misinformation. I have the biggest misinformation club on Clubhouse. And I didn't even try. How just many people? About three, four hundred people. Really? Yeah. It should be bigger. Well, I never make it any. <laughs> I made like six rooms. And then I couldn't be asked anymore because we were retired from Clubhouse. Why don't you just hand over ownership to someone else? Going on to Clubhouse is kind of eerie. There just... were a lot of people using it. Yeah, there but it's kind of like your it. old stomping ground. Yeah. It's like visiting your old school and it's changed a little bit. It feels a little bit interesting. It feels yeah. a little bit weird. I won't be going back on Clubhouse. It doesn't really, I don't like it. You got me into it. Yeah, I know. I just don't like the format anymore. Yeah. thought it was cool for a while. It served a great purpose, but... When you told me about it for the first time, it took <clears> me a second <throat> to get my head around it. I was like, you do what? Just talk. Listen. Why would I want to go speak to strangers around the world? My name is Viraj and I'm out. My name is Musin and I'm done speaking. That's it. You know when people used to say, and I'm complete. Oh, shut I never, up. I never got that. Get I never heard bin. that. I heard someone say, my name is whatever, probably Ocean, um, and I'm complete. What? What do you mean? Who? I'm complete. Yeah, people say I'm complete. Interesting. Yeah, it was awful. I got, I'm, I've never heard I'm complete. I'm done speaking. Um, I'm finished. 
I'm out. What would people say and to... The, and then the double, the double, you had to like spam your microphone. Oh, to clap. To clap. That was cringe. Oh, I agree. I didn't think of that. Oh, I agree. Um, what was, um, what did people say when they were just wanted to continue off what someone else just said? There was like a little, like office Oh, term. can I jump on the back of that? Just on the back of, oh, shut up. Can I continue their conversation? Oh God, what a time. What a time to be I did enjoy our UK creative rooms though. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah. There was, a, it turned into a lot of like emotional stories. That was good fun. It was. Yeah. Made some good friends. Yeah, good times. Oh, mate. Are we close? No, no. Where your, are we? Your clock's off for 40 minutes. We're on 40 minutes. All right. What else do we have? We distracted from the topics. Jake Paul, Mike Tyson are apparently going to fight. What is going on and are we in a simulation? Why? Why? I, I would... 49 million pounds. But why? <sighs> Who asked for this? Uh, I stood up for Jake Paul. I will stand up for Jake Paul. Yeah. But... Mike Tyson's going to rip his head off. Mike should win this one. I don't care how old Mike Tyson is. He is knocking out Jake Paul. Based off of Mike's last fight against... Roy Jones Jr. He's still got a bit in the tank. He's still got a little bit. Mike Tyson... Jake Paul, he is a different person, though. He's not the old Mike. He's not the Mike of old. Jake Paul will have his jaw spun. If, I don't care. if Mike lands. I don't. He will land. I don't care how old Mike is, right? He's still... Mike could be in a wheelchair. He'll still put beat Jake Paul. No, listen. Yes. No, listen. Yes. No. Mike Tyson is going to spin his jaw inside two rounds. There is a, there is a little bit of you that is still holding on to Mike is one of the greatest boxers no, ever. Because and what I saw... He is not the Mike of old. I saw him... What I saw against Roy Jones Jr. is sufficient to beat up Jake Paul. Is more than sufficient. When... Okay, if we... If we... And he's not the Mike of old, we, you're if right. We, if we draw this out, where... And... Sorry, not where, but when does this fight get booked? And when or where? When at what in, in what year and what month do you think that they can act? They can bring this all together. Summer. It'll be a summer fight. I so reckon. So summer twenty twenty two. Yes. Gives each of them circa six months, yeah. five months of training to get to that point. Yeah. There is nothing he can do. Oh man! All right. Does it's wild. It's, I, I'm I'm with Mike. I'm I'm okay, fully behind good. you. On yes. This, yeah. Although there may be a little bit of nostalgia creeping in. I'm going to ask you questions and answer out of instinct as quickly as possible. Okay. okay. Can Jake Paul drop Mike Tyson? No. Okay, good. Because he can't. Do you know why? Technically, yes. Betting against Jake Paul isn't just because I'm just betting against Jake Paul. I need to bet against Jake Paul because if Jake Paul wins, it ruins everything I've ever believed in. <laughs> and this is where... Your world is going to implode if you win. If Jake Paul beats Mike Tyson, I'm not even sure if we have a sport anymore. Why? Because it's wrong. It's not. It is. It's not. On every ground. Why? A guy who has just entered a sport in two years, has had no background in the sport, has no business. You know what you sound like? You sound like one of those boxing no. oldies. No, 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 no. You do. No, 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 no. Why are you like this? No, no, hang on. A guy who's been boxing for two years has no business beating Mike Tyson. Okay, 
but he's leveraged his way into the fight. I'm Let not saying him fight. It, no, I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying, God forbid he wins. So what's gonna happen? Your life will go on. It's your, not your your life will go on. You will just look at boxing in a completely different light. My life will go on, but this is the difference between you and I. You like boxing. I love boxing. Do you understand? This affects my worldview and how I see the world greatly if someone like Jake Paul can beat Mike Tyson. Everything I believe in, in terms of the sport and how it works yeah. and its purity as an effective way to defend yourself gets ragdolled into question. But why? Because Jake Paul is upholding boxing's values. If Jake Paul beats Mike Tyson within two years of boxing, right, and makes a mockery of it... It won't be a mockery. It would be a mockery. If, if Jake Paul beats Mike Tyson, it's a mockery of boxing. Listen to what we're saying, Virat. No. The world is so crazy, you can't even hear what right. I'm saying. Right. No, if, if you Jake take, if Paul you take beats Mike Tyson, hear that. Okay, who is in the same weight class as Mike Tyson that is a professional, like okay, no, Jake Paul is a professional boxer, that is a real boxer in your eyes? Anthony Joshua. Is in the same weight class? Yes, heavyweight. Okay, yeah, but he's a freakish heavyweight. Right. I know he's a heavyweight. Can we go down to cruiserweight? Lawrence Okoli, current world champion. Okay. Can he beat Mike Tyson? Yes. Can any of the top 10 current boxers at cruiserweight beat Mike Tyson? Yes, they all can. Because being the top 10 cruiserweight in the world is bloody hard. Okay. So you're saying that at what point in, in, in the numbers, in the, in the rankings, does Mike win a fight against a cruiserweight? Okay. What I'm going to say to you is this, right? And this is what a lot of people don't understand. Just because Jake Paul is a professional boxer doesn't mean he's a professional boxer. I'm aware of that. You, anyone can have a license. Yes. You can sign up and get a professional boxing license and get your jaw spun for a living tomorrow, right? Just so at what point do you? Uh, at what point does he become a professional boxer? When his to you when the his skill set reflects the level he's speaking about within himself. So the level he's saying he's at and what he can get to. There is no evidence in his current skill set that he's at that level or can get to that level. You know, just by us having this conversation, he's won. Yes, no, absolutely. And by the way, I'm not knocking Jake Paul for doing what he needs to do. I find it quite entertaining. It is. I'm just thinking the worst case scenario, he somehow beats Mike Tyson. That's a huge problem. I'm playing. He's not going to, by the way. But I'm just saying... It's not a good look for boxing. I will be so happy if he does, just to see your no. face and what happens. I'll tell you what, if Jake Paul beats Mike Tyson, we're not doing this podcast for a month. <laughs> because I'm going to need a break. No, mate. I'm coming the day off. No, 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 no. You'll be, you'll be speaking to my mum. We'll live stream it. We can live stream it. That's actually a great idea. Let's do that. Listen, if this fight ends the way you say it's going to end, what happens then? I'd love to see Jake Paul get knocked out. You just don't like... But, but, sorry to keep interrupting you, but because I've got a bit of a passionate run. I want to see Jake Paul get knocked out, but that's great for Jake Paul's business. Yes. Because that's why most people tune in. Yes. they want. It's the same reason people tune in to see Floyd Mayweather. Everyone wanted to see him lose, and we never saw it. Okay, so he's fighting an exhibition fight in Abu, uh, Abu Dhabi? No, Dubai. Against Apparently, yeah. whoever he's fighting against. Let's yeah. say it's this kid, Money Kicks, or whatever it is. Is this actually happening? Supposedly. Right. What do you think of that? It's just Floyd having a bit of fun. 
sparring people. But this isn't Mike having a bit of fun. They're in very different phases of their lives. By the way, if if Logan Paul had destroyed Floyd Mayweather, that would have been a huge issue as well. Who who won that fight? I mean, he Logan barely landed a glove on him. He was just punching his... I don't think he landed any properly clean shots that you can go back and say, yeah. And it wasn't, it was an exhibition fight. Wasn't it was it? an exhibition. There was no winners, but it was clear as day okay. who won that fight. Interesting. So who won that fight? Floyd Mayweather, clear okay. as day, clear as day. It was very, don't watch it. There were certain people that, that suggest the opposite. Yeah, Jake Paul <laughs> would suggest the opposite. And you know why that is? Because why? he happens to be of a similar sperm cell to one of the competitors. There is probably a number of others. So is an exhibition match... Only hold idiots. On, hold on, hold on. Is an exhibition match scored or not? They can be. They're just... I don't know. I guess... You hate you this want. conversation, don't you? <sighs> Jake, you're doing a good job, mate. You are. Right? You genuinely but are. But you're not going to beat Canelo. You're not going to beat Mike Tyson. You're not going to beat anyone. You wouldn't even beat a top 10 middleweight in the UFC or light heavyweight. If Jake Paul were fighting UFC fighters of his weight class, Kamaru. He would be no, he's not even not even Kamaru. Kamaru's what? 170. Oh, Jake yeah. Paul weighs 205 pounds. Adesanya. Do you know who Jake Paul would be fighting? John Jones. <laughs> light heavyweight. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Daniel Cormier. Oh my god. Israel Adisonia. Jan Blakowicz. Glover Tuxera. Okay. That scary um Polish guy who elbows people in the jaw. Yeah. Those are the people if we were if if we were fighting people just of the same weight as him. But it's not boxing. Oh yeah, he's not beating John Jones in a boxing match. He's not beating Israel Adesanya in a boxing match. Israel Adesanya? No. He's not beating John Jones in a boxing match either. Is John, is John Jones good at boxing? He's good enough to beat. You think so? Yeah, he's massive. He's six foot four. Jake Jake Paul is too heavy for his frame. He's six two. Yeah. But he he's has too no... one for his frame. Yeah, he's too he's too big. He's that's why because he's not a boxer. So oh. if if he was boxing, as as a as if he was boxing full time, he would be fighting cruiserweight Alexander Usyk. Okay, that's kind of Lawrence Acoli. That, that is kind of mad. He'd be fighting people like Lawrence Acoli. Do you know how big Lawrence Acoli is, Raj? How big is Lawrence? Well, actually, he'd probably cut down to um, light heavyweight, actually. If he had any sense about him, he'd cut down to light heavyweight. He could make that. So cruiserweight sits between light heavyweight and... Heavyweight, yeah. So he would be fighting people like Baterbiev, Animal. He'd be fighting people like uh, Joshua Boazzi, Animal. Dimitri Bivol, Animal. Anthony Yard, Animal. Okay, so let's let's have this conversation about around he called out Masvidal how is how is that even legal Masvidal beats him up how is that legal but Masvidal is too like how much shorter than him yeah but Masvidal's a very good boxer he is yeah he's got very good hands Masvidal beats him up John not John Jones Jake Paul has made a career of beating up <laughs> retired mixed martial artists who are two weight divisions or sometimes three weight divisions Tyron Woodley under him. is an animal. Tyron Woodley has never been known for his boxing. He's a wrestler. Okay, but Tyron Woodley is an animal who has has boxed in a MMA ring. 
Yeah, he's used his hands in an MMA ring. But a badminton player uses a racket. He's not gonna he's not gonna do very well in tennis, is he? I would think that if you played badminton professionally, you would have a natural talent for tennis. Viraj, I'm really good at table tennis. I'm shit at tennis. Really? They're two different sports. Okay. I'm awful at it. But I'm muddy at table tennis. It wouldn't even be competitive, genuinely. I know you were leagued and all of that, but Ranked. I could give you a rank for your money. No, you wouldn't. I don't think you'd get past the serve, genuinely. Is there a table tennis court nearby? Yeah, there is a place, actually. Right, we're going to do this at some point. Yeah. You really think? I, I think I can hold how my do you, How do you return... Let's say I put um, side spin on my serve, yeah. right, and play it short. How would you get it? How would you return it? Backhand. Extend. Why your backhand? No, but what what would you what motion would I you got, use? I need to get back in the game. I haven't played table tennis. What in motion a while. would you use to Listen, get that ball over I the net? I don't know. Right, because if you go like that, guess where it's gonna go? <laughs> there. So you pull back. How do you hold a table tennis bat? No. I hold it in this format. That's not how you hold a table tennis. And bat. I also hold it in this format. Correct. I hold it in both. I can yeah. do both, mate. You can do you can do pen hold, which is like this. Yeah, that. Oh, maybe it's just the angle I'm it's looking at the hand. Right, yeah. Whatever it is, right? I can do both. I can play both. Yeah, I'm going to batter you. I used to be... When I was a kid... I don't know. I, I don't think I could beat Musin as a kid from what you said. But I can, not, I can maybe have a run for my money now. No. But when I was a kid... <laughs> right? What? No, what? no. Impossible. Hold on a minute, mate. Impossible. So you're saying the, the, the list of things... This is absurd. You could outrun me. Maybe not. You could that's a joke. Me. You out, could out... No, no, no. The running is a joke, by the way. You I'm think not... you could beat me long distance? No. That's you could beat me on no. a cycle? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You know the, the running stuff? Yeah. I'm a terrible runner. Okay. That's always been could a joke. You, could, you, uh, could you stay on a bike longer than me? No, I hate I hate cycling. You could beat me in a boxing match? I'll, I'm, I'll probably get manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> and you can beat me in table tennis? I'll destroy you. Snooker or Paul? Paul, possibly. Mm, not really. I don't know. I don't know how... Are you good at Paul? I used to play for like seven years straight. I used to have a table here. I used to play a lot. You still have a table here? I used to. My cousin broke it. But We had a full-size table at boarding school. Yeah, but no, you probably beat me at Paul. One in the bag, mate. What else do you think you can beat me at? Well, what's the list? Definitely better than you at football. Nah. I think I could hold my own against you in football. Really? Just pure speed. What speed? I could, I could, no one has ever... I could out-sprint you with a ball. And you just wouldn't get close. So it's okay. Have you ever played for a team? Yeah. What team? Uh, you're lying. <laughs> you're lying. Year, year, um, year two. Listen, mate. Listen, mate. Woodson Park United under 13s. We went the whole season under <laughs> Right? In the Mid-Hearts Rural Minors League Division 2. We smashed it. Basketball? <laughs> I played for my school team. But... Um, I could be you in basketball for sure. Just, you good? just on the high advantage. Mm. I've seen you try and run. I, I, I could be you in basketball. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. What else we got? Timetables? Timetables. Yeah, I could be you with timetables. Six times seven. 42. You use the same one every time. Yeah, I love six times seven. Why? I don't know. Ugh. Musinia Salada. Musinia Salada. What else? I like this game. Uh, what else could I beat you at? You'd beat me in a being bald contest. Yep, facts. Yeah. I don't know if I'm slicker than you. 
Slicker? Slicker. In what sense? Just in, com- in the conversational sense. I find myself at a, at a weird kind of... I look at you and I'm like, this guy is just a very suave individual. Or can oh, be. thank you, mate. I've, I guess. Not, not for like picking up women or just, just moving his way through a room. You're surprisingly good at that without thinking that you're good at it. People like me. This is, it's the old charm, Raj. Give him a little wink. Yeah. People want to be, a, people want to be around Moomoo. Hear that, LBC? He's a good little boy. Yes, you are. Mummy and Daddy I don't know love what else. you. I don't know what else. I would destroy you at... Tell you what you would destroy me at. Go-karting. Easy. Like go-karting track. Horrible go-karting. You'd destroy me. You have way more knowledge than I do. You pick up a lot. You, you end up picking up go-karting quite quickly. Laser quest. No, I'm terrible. I'd terrible. batter you. Terrible. I'm, I'd beat you at rock climbing. Laser Quest, I'd bat you. I'm from the Middle East, so we naturally know Just how to... <laughs> yeah. Rock climbing, yeah, you'd probably 100%. bat me. I'm scared of heights. Are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, swimming, you'd probably beat me. Are you a good swimmer? I haven't swum for a very long time, so... Are you a strong swimmer? I don't know. I don't know what the scale is. I think you're probably... Your body shape is probably better for swimming than mine. Do you I just would sink. Beat you at. Hmm. Come on. Who has a higher IQ? That'd be interesting. You. Do you think? Yep. I don't think so. I think you would actually have probably I, you would have I'm a joking. higher IQ, but I think IQ is a Maybe. poor base of who is smarter. Potentially, I've read some research on this. Anyway, I can't remember, so I'm not going to pretend. Okay, thank you okay. for, thank thank you for you, the time. Well, she's, she's on it. She's Siri, on shut the fuck up. We're doing a podcast. <laughs> Do you want to wrap Sorry, this up? I'm having trouble with the connection. Can you, tell, try again in a moment. can you tell your girl to be quiet? Hey Siri, shut down. Don't shut your computer. You need it. No, it's just Siri. Oh. All right, wrap this up, Viraj. Let's go home. No, you wrap it up. Oh, right. Guys, thank you for coming to another episode of the Smoke Session Podcast. We've been the Smoke Session Boys. And we've had a nice time. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Viraj is bored. I'm going to be bored eventually. And we're going to go to Turkey. Goodbye. We're on all available platforms. All of them. Just type in Smoke Sessions. Have type a good it time. in.